Fauci Ouchie is when his when Mrs. Fauci pegs Dr. Fauci. <laughs> Maria, tonight you're gonna give me the jab. It's the reason for the season. It's the reason for the game. Home run, baseball, double play on the way. It's the reason for the season. It's the reason for the game. Wow. wow hello and welcome wow wow it's the same song again it's, it's still, still good oh so good wow we are lucky hey thanks cooper kenward for the song this is the reason for the season this is a, um, a baseball podcast season? we do what well we What's talk about baseball jenny this is at least what? the we've done episodes of this before <laughs> oh the baseball season oh okay yeah you know the thing we both follow mm. Mm. i still don't i have i still don't hmm <sighs> okay well and then like, i'm sort of in a quandary now of like if i follow baseball does that ruin our world renowned pod yeah, this like hundreds of years in the future, this will be known as like the Jenny's conundrum or something. That's right. Sort it's of like, a ship first of there's Theseus. the trolley question. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's like the trolley there's question. There's Schrodinger's cat. Exactly. And don't ask me to name another one. Those are my, <laughs> my points of reference. But yes, does this remain the reason for the season if Jenny starts caring about baseball? Uh, I'm willing to find out either way. Wow. Okay. Or never find out, and the conundrum will live on. You did wow. text a baseball-related tweet yes. the other night, and I was shocked and happy, but I didn't know quite how to feel about it. I know. Again, it felt, the conundrum. It felt like, well, I, 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 don't, I don't consider myself to be like a poser when I send that to you. And it was about a guy on a team... Mm-hmm. Mm, the St. Louis? No. No. The Rays? The Tampa Bay Rays, yeah. The Tampa Bay Rays. And he yes. was doing, I don't know who this guy is, um, but he did Wander like a Franco. fancy little, what is it? His name is Wander Franco. Wander or name. Wonder? Wander. W-A-N-D-E-R. This is the second Wander that I know. I don't know the baseball player Wander, but I know another person named Wander. <clears throat> if he listens to the pod, hey Wander, what's up? We're you know, talking a Wander about... in real life. In real life, that's cool. That's a cool name. Anyway, hey Wander, hey Wander, but your Wander, Wander Franco, did a, like Mine. a fancy yeah. little yours. Did a fancy little like he caught the ball, he f- like flung it up in the air to himself. He then caught that little self throw and then threw a zinger to first base to get this guy out and i guess like some hot takes were like this is in an inappropriate way to play baseball yeah it felt like the The, kind uh, of thing that you would have an opinion on the old head yeah i i do i have an opinion on it it's not very strong i think it's cool 
it was fun. He was going to make the play, and they, I don't think there was really a risk of him not doing it. Um, people have said, like, I've heard, I, I listen to people talk about baseball too much, but people have said, like, oh, it's probably, like, something he does when he's warming up, when he's just having fun, and he just slipped his mind, and he did it. It wasn't like a, hey, let me show off and risk things. The other, the reason it's not smart is because giving, wasting an out can really mess mm. up a pitcher. If they have to pitch to another person because right. of that error, it could really just suck. And you're always kind of looking out for your pitcher and trying oh, to get out for them so they don't have to throw more pitches and risk a big I had never considered that. Yeah. But it was cool. It was really it cool. Sweet. And then the other thing is, oh, now a bunch of little leaguers are going to try it, and it's going to be a disaster. I love that. I love that. Actually, I want to see but that. Little league's already kind of a disaster, and that's kind of the fun of it. Exactly. They don't know how to throw the ball or where to throw the ball, so let them get tricky. <laughs> see what let happens. Let them get tricky. Cool. So that's kind of where we're at with our status of baseball. I'm still neck deep in it. That hasn't changed. Um, and what we wanted to do today was something we alluded to in our first episode, talk about the divisions yes. and the two leagues yes. and kind of explain to you and any of our Jenny-sided listeners mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. kind of how that works. What the heck so, is going on here? What the what the heck? There's what two the leagues. What the H is happening? And they each got three divisions? And they each have how what? many teams? Five? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. <gasps> Is it really five? Yes, it's really five. So I'm not a huge history buff, so I'm just going to talk about the present structure of it. There's the American League and the National League. The National League was the first one. We, we have got a graphic a visual up. on the visual. screen. Yep. This is so helpful. Although I will say that I'm noticing on this this one that... um. Uh, I don't see the Guardians up here. I'm seeing a different team. Oh, we got an old graphic. <clears throat> yeah. It says there's a big C and then a word I can't quite pronounce underneath it. Yeah. Oh, well, we'll just, we'll just say yeah. we'll just say Guardians or Cleveland baseball team. Yeah, the Cleveland baseball team. While Mark sweats, <laughs> he's trying to erase it. He's doing a great job. <laughs> Wow, Mark is talented. Wow. I wish we this did have a, a YouTube portion so people could see this. I wish you guys could see what he's up to because it's the the graphics on this are truly stunning. Maybe Mark, you could do a screenshot of this, um, and we'll put it in our show notes. Is that possible for the to people? Do? Yeah, for the people so they can see your skill. Okay, this is so helpful. Okay, so I'm looking yes. at I'm looking at this. Okay, and what do you see? Like maybe... What do you see when you look at this? Okay, so here's here's one thing that I'm seeing is was was it when we were talking about Cincinnati where it was like Oh no no, it was with the Guardians. Okay, so with the Guardians we were talking about the fact that they're like good but in not a great Right. Um, yes. And what's it called? Division. Uh, not a league. Division. So there's the two Sorry. leagues and then the three divisions per Right. League. Okay, and so, all right. And it's kind of common. So the Royals aren't good, the Tigers yeah. aren't, the Detroit Tigers, we never talked about that one. They're they're quite bad. Okay, and then the, the Twins. The Royals are very bad. The Twins are 
kind of good. They're up there with the Guardians. They've had some weird years where they've underperformed lately, but they have a solid team. And the White Sox have amazing players, and they are always so much worse than they're expected to be. To the point where now, even though they have those players, they're expected to be bad, almost. Because everyone's so tired of being like, I think the White Sox are the favorites this year for the division. And then the White Sox are bad. They biff it. And I think it's a a bad vibes thing going on there, too. Bad vibes there? We got to talk to someone. Yeah, we got to talk to someone. I want to know about that. Okay. Yeah, I, I, this is I want so to talk helpful. to a Cardinals fan too because right now the vibes are terrible in St. Louis because oh, they're expected okay. to be a good team. The other Central Division, the National League Central, is also the mediocre one of the National League. They're the, the two Central divisions, divisions are always exactly yeah they're flyover. Wow. And like if there's a layover there, fine, whatever. But <laughs> you're not gonna I leave the airport to go, to go explore. No, I like to go coast to coast, personally. Elitism. Um, but yeah, the Cardinals are always kind of good, and they're bad right now. And right. It's fun. Interesting. Hmm. Okay, so since this is not a visual podcast, uh, just this right. is an audio experience, mm-hmm. let's walk our listeners through what it is that we are looking at. Yes. Would you like to describe it? Yes. So what I'm looking at is a color-coded chart, and on the left, we've got the red side, which is the AL East, AL Central, and AL West, which I assume means American League. Right. Then you have the blue side, or the right side, which is NL East, NL Central, and NL West, which is the National League. Yes, and they are red and blue because one is Republican and one is Democrat. Okay, cool, perfect. That's that's Just wanted to make that clear. Cool. Um. And there are five teams in each division. And what I'm noticing is that I don't understand, I guess, like the, well, you have like the Rangers are in the West. The geographical. Yeah. But I guess because there aren't teams, there aren't teams like all in all 50 states. Right. Yeah. You have. Correct. No, they're, they're. 30 teams total and a lot of those there teams, are 50 states they they allege that's what they say that's what people say whoa <laughs> wow i added okay. myself as a swifty um yeah so the al west is strange because it goes from the seattle mariners down to the bay area for oakland then to anaheim southern california and then there's two texas teams so three states, three, two of those states are very big in terms of space. And population, yeah. And population. And Seattle basically has the entire Pacific Northwest. There are no other, no other teams, teams in that region. So it's a strange one. Whereas the National League West is four teams in California, one in Arizona. That's not that strange. Well, no, you've got the it, Rockies. It makes more sense, right? You've got Colorado. Oh, you're right. You're right. The Rockies. Yeah, that's 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 interesting. Hmm. They're kind of out there. They're in the middle of. I would have put them in the central, but I guess if you have five and five, right. you got to. Wow. Yeah, you have two Philadelphia or um, 
two Pennsylvania teams that are in different divisions. This is all nonsense. Yeah, I mean, there was a time where the... I believe I'm right about this. There was a time where the Atlanta Braves were in the National League West. And they're in Atlanta. Yeah. Georgia. Who decides where the teams... Where... Which division a team belongs to and what whether they're National League or American League. I don't understand I don't know, the difference now. I'd like to meet American that person. And... <laughs> and I'd like to tell him a thing or two. Her name is Marjorie. Marjorie. She's so nice. No one ever questions her. No, I just, you know, I put this together for you. And they thought this would be a fun mix of people. You could really have yourself a great time playing your and game. And then the commissioner says, thanks, Marge. You did, oh gosh, it's no, you it's did no great. trouble. You did so. Thanks so much. It's perfect. It's it's it'll do. It'll be. A... <laughs> Thank you. Okay, Rudy. Rudy. Yeah. I need you to be my. I need you to to teach me. American League, National League. Yes. I used to think that the difference was is that one had a designated hitter and one did not. You told me that that is no longer the case. Right, so you what used to be different- right. I used to be right. Now I'm currently wrong. So explain to me and the people like me, the millions of us, what the difference is between American League and the National League. Basically nothing at this point. <laughs> uh, in terms of rules, the the designated hitter was the main rule change. There are, I guess, trends you could point to where – for example, like the American League always wins the All-Star game. The All-Star game is the best players from every team in each league playing each other. And it's an uh, ex, what do you call it? Exhibition game. Exhibition game, yeah. And the American League always wins. I don't know why. I associate the American League with better hitting and the National League with better pitching. That's not across hmm. the board. I just think that those are all the strengths of each team or division, league. Jeez, a lot of words. <laughs> But now the rules are essentially the same. The designated hitter was in the COVID year of 2020. It was temporarily made not a thing. That's the worst way I could have said that. Jesus, Rudy. But they took it away as uh, under the guise of uh, player safety. These Pitchers didn't have time to warm up for this season that was truncated because of the COVID-19. So they just said, you know what? It's too complicated. They're still learning how to pitch again. We're just going to give them a designated hitter. And then the players liked it and the people kind of liked it. The National League people like me hated it at first and then have accepted it as Wait a second. Hold on a second. Wait a second. Yes. This whole time, I thought that they got rid of designated hitters. You're saying they've added? They've made it so that pitchers no longer hit. Both leagues have it, um, except for if they want to and they're good enough at it that their club lets them. And that only happens now in the case of Shohei Otani, who is a pitcher who is so good at pitching and so good at hitting that he does both. 
And he is, when he's not pitching, he is a designated hitter for his team on his days that he doesn't pitch. Wow. We could do an episode just on me explaining how incredible and fun and exciting Shohei Otani is. I have to tell you something. He's a unicorn. Yes. I think... I think I'm seeing him play at a Rangers game. I'm fairly certain that that's happening. I'm going home to visit my family. My brother bought tickets for him, his wife, my dad, and my mom to go. But my mother famously doesn't care about baseball. I know that. because She's she's famous for it. She's famous for it. (laughs) She's known world round for this. Um but because I have this baseball podcast and because I like going to baseball games just for the, the experience of it, I, I, I'm fairly certain that we're going to go see Shohei Otani. Jenny, that's very exciting. I, I don't, I know that it is because I've heard you talk about him so much and I know that my dad's really excited and my brother's excited, but, but also I don't have any context except now you're telling me that pitchers don't have to hit if they don't want to, and he wants yeah. to because he's so good. He he has to because he's so good. I mean, there have been good hitting pitchers as long as there were pitchers that had to hit. They were not as good as the other hitters. They were always the last in the lineup. Even the right. best hitting pitchers were the worst hitter on the team, almost without exception, over a large sample size. Because there's such different skills, right? Because like yes. to be a really good pitcher takes a certain kind of skill and a certain amount of practice and a certain amount of like concentration and focus on this one thing. And then hitting is an entirely different skill. Yes. So and to, to excel at both. And fielding, because they all field, except for the designated hitter, they all play their position. But those positions require less preparation and specific like usage of their body where pitchers have to be so in tune with their arm and all of the mechanics that go into pitching. Right. And when they're pitching, they're throwing, they're the only person who touches the ball every single play. It's a very intense mental and physical thing they have to do. So when they go up to bat, they're kind of like, this is not true of all pitchers who hit when they used to, but it's kind of like, I used to hit in high school when that's how it was. And now I'll try to hit the ball. And then it got to a point where a lot of pitchers, if they weren't a good hitting pitcher, they were almost told, don't even try to hit the ball. Your job Mm. is to pitch. You go up, you take your pitches and you get back in the dugout and you get ready to pitch the next inning. Interesting. There were fun pitchers that hit really well. Like Madison Bumgarner for the giants hit tons of home runs and he struck out a lot, too, because he was still a pitcher. But he hit more career grand slams than Derek Jeter. Did he ever date J-Lo? No. Okay. No. But neither did Derek Jeter. Oh, wait, did he not? No, that was that do- was A-Rod. That was Alex Rodriguez. Oh, yeah. right. Shoot. Who did Derek Jeter date? Madonna? Um, I was going to say couldn't tell you. If I thought about it, I could maybe remember. A celebrity, I'm sure. I feel like Derek Jeter dated Madonna. I don't know. I can see it. I don't know. It's just that I know who Derek Jeter is, and it's not. And I know he's for like a Yankees player, but I uh, it 
I I feel like it's pop culture related that I know that he is a person. Yeah, I mean, he anyway. is one of the people who's transcended. He's he's a celebrity as a baseball player too. He's one of the few the what Shohei Otani is now. He's a household name, right? But Jeter was like a lot of those household names. They end up dating Madonna. <laughs> If or your lucky. Madonnas of the world. I'm not trying to say Madonna yeah. dates all these guys. Jeez. Who has the time? Oh, God. So anyway, wrapping up the <laughs> designated hitter, uh, yes. pitchers hitting thing. Essentially, so I was anti-designated hitter in the National League because I enjoy the strategy of trying to, a manager trying to navigate a lineup that has a hitter who's, a pitcher who's essentially not a hitter. Right. In the lineup, when do they pull their pitcher? When do they use a pinch hitter? And then it's really fun when there's a guy who can actually have a chance of getting a hit who is a pitcher. But right. it made for a lot of big situations coming down to a guy who hasn't actually tried to hit a baseball in six years. Right. Make, being the difference between a go ahead hit or a strikeout. And I agree that that's not fun but I still kind of miss it. You like the strategy of it? Yes. Oh, who's that? Oh my God. <laughs> Who is that this? Beautiful man. That's Bartolo Colon. That's my wife's favorite baseball player. So he hit his first home run at age 42. <gasps> He's a pitcher. I love He's a pitcher. It. You can pull up the video if you want to see it. It's great. Yes. It's really great. What team does he play for? I don't recognize him from. I he don't played for tons. Him. He doesn't play for any anymore. He's no longer an MLB because he's now probably 46 years old. I uh, did see him pitch at Old Timers Day at City Field, and he's still got it. Oh, yeah. He still so he, posts he on Instagram. He was on the yes. Mets. Yeah, everybody loves him. Um, but he was playing against all these retired people, you know, uh, Mookie Wilson, who played on the 86 Mets, and just like older guys and everybody's kind of just like lobbing it over the plate and it's all fun. Uh, and then he gets up there and he's throwing like 86, like blowing it past these uh, <laughs> like 70 year old guys. Yeah. He is a lot of fun. And that home run, he has one home run in his career <laughs> and it is the, one of the greatest home runs of all time because it was him. For his first hit of the year, oh. he drives one deep left field. That goes Upton back near the wall. It's out of here. <laughs> Bartolo has done it. The impossible has happened. <laughs> I also, oh my god, everyone in the dugout is like losing their minds. He's trotty trotting. Oh, yeah. I also love the announcers, like, I can't even believe it. It's a Bartolo Cologne. He got this. <laughs> The impossible has happened. It's like that guy's been waiting seven years to make that call. He's like, all right, I work for the Mets now. If Cologne ever hits a home run, oh I got God. this in my back pocket. Oh, and then they that do the thing is... where when when somebody has their first career hit or home run, sorry, all the players leave the dugout. Instead of there being there to high five him, they empty out. So they come to an empty dugout. Oh, why do they and do that? And then they mob him. It's Why like a hazing even... thing. It's like a rookie where it's like you hit a big home run. Oh. And it's like, oh, no one's even there. And then you all come in. And, but you, usually it's in somebody's first year. Right. Oh, that's, And it's like a, that's it's a, a sweet, sweet little tradition. 
and they did it to a guy who's probably seen that happen hundreds of times in his life to someone else yeah wow there's a lot of heart and and drama in baseball is what i'm learning sure is yeah wow i can understand why you get in it yeah in a way that feels different from football where like football always feels to me like you have such a limited number of games that it's like your opportunity to cheer for this team is so limited that each one feels like huge each game is huge and there's so much like militant strategy and like these people are physically covered so you're seeing like a helmet you're seeing an emblem you're seeing like the padding you're not really seeing like a face but yeah. baseball it's slower you're seeing their faces you see them a lot cuz they play yeah. 700 games a season so you just get more emotionally involved there's you know there's a lot of room to breathe in a baseball game and there's tons of baseball <laughs> games so there's a lot of like time for those moments to happen. And then another thing you were talking about how football players are covered. Well, when your team is up to bat, which is arguably the time where you're most engaged in your team, unless you're really like watching the pitcher and just focused on the game, say you're more casual of a fan. You're like, Oh, my team's up to bat. I want to see them get a hit. Well, only right. one of them's up to bat at a time. Maybe somewhere on the bases, the rest are in the dugout watching what's happening. So that makes for a lot of reactions. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We got to talk another time about home run celebrations. Okay. Just a, just a teaser. I'll give you an example. Right now, the Orioles have a beer bong that when someone hits a home run, they run the bases, go into the dugout, and then they beer bong a bottle of water. I can't believe Branson didn't tell us about this. I don't think he knows <laughs> because I think <laughs> the Orioles are actually doing Degrassi. okay right now. <laughs> He's watching too much Degrassi and not not quite keyed in on the season oh right my now. God. So yeah, I they would have love the Homer to see that hose. too. The so Homer we'll talk hose home run is celebrations. Called? Yep. Yeah, I want to yep. hear about that. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Is it, Mark, darling? Is it possible to get the um, the divisions back up on the screen? Oh, yeah. Let's wrap up our division talk here. See what else we got. Thank you. While he works on that, did you have any questions about it off the top of your head? So now that they're... Well, it that all makes sense. And and now, like, seeing the team names, I understand more of what Brady was talking about, like, of in our division. Mm-hmm. Um, like, all of that, like, logistically makes more sense to me. So now my question is... Okay, I have two I have two questions. First question is okay. American League only plays other American League teams all season until they get to the playoff, like until they get to the World Series? No. Again, okay. something you used to be right about. There was interleague play, which was introduced sometime in recent history where say a team from the National League would play a a handful of series against American League teams throughout the season. Just a handful, Just to but spice they were mostly up. playing in their division, and then mostly playing within their league. So almost everything's in the league, and then they play. They'll play. Say the Cubs will play the Brewers like 
in four different series, 18 or 20 games in a season. That's just one team in their division that makes a big chunk of their schedule. Now, because there has been this disparity between the central teams and the east and west teams, they have created a more balanced schedule. So everyone's playing everyone now. It might mm, be on not all completely sides. balanced, but, and I could be wrong. I think every team plays every other team at least once in a season. So then my other question is, if both if both leagues are using the designated hitter, if all the players or if all the teams are playing against each other at least once, what is the benefit of not combining American League and National League? I think at this point it's just to maintain the playoff structure where oh you will have at the end you'll have the leaders of the divisions play for their league and then the winners of each of those leagues will play the championship series sort of like in basketball you have the east and the west yes okay which i think there have been people are discussing always kind of finding new ways to shift around the structure part of that is about expansion i don't know really if we have time to talk about it but there's talk that there will be expansion soon where there will be cities maybe nashville maybe portland Lots of different cities are talked about that they could, you know, add teams, in which case they would have to restructure this in some way because you can't just add one team to each. If you're adding two teams, you can't just be like, all right, well, one team gets one and one division gets one and one gets the other. Can't do it. Right. So there will be a restructuring. And Marjorie's going to be so busy. Marjorie's going to be so busy. Um, Yeah, Marjorie. Oh gosh! Uh, no, okay. Now hang on. Now you're adding some. Okay, I got it. So I've got to do some math now. Okay, Marge, it's your one. I changed job. your voice. I forgot what her voice sounded like. I'm busy, Marge. Okay, <laughs> I get it. Just hear my request, okay? And then do what you will with it. What's your request? Portland and Nashville—they each want a new team. So I just need you to fit them into the schedule and find a place for them. Okay, but that's a big ask. That's a big ask that you're asking of me. It is. It's a big ask. It's your one job. I'm sorry, Marjorie. You're great. And thank you. You thank smell you. great today. Oh, thank you. It's Victoria's Secret Angel. Marge, I just need you to do this. Okay, I'll work on it. Well, <clears throat> wherever she was from was from all of the places these teams are from. That's why she's so good at her job. Or is she, she, is she? I don't know. We haven't established if Marjorie is good at her job. We don't know. Okay. I think so that's our division. I think yeah. that's the division, the division chat. I feel so much more aware having seen this visual. <laughs> Maybe we should have started with this before I talk well, to anyone about it. If you baseball. prep about it, then what's the point, you know? Exactly. Exactly. Why prep about it? Why prep you about can it? Figure it out on air. That's it. You said you had a big capital Q question for me. I did. I don't know. I don't know if we're going to have time today. Here's my big capital Q question. When am I supposed to watch baseball? That's up to you. You're, no, but I this mean, is I... what I'm saying. I don't understand. I Okay, I don't have I, – I cut the cord on cable a long time ago, right? Mm-hmm. So – 
I'm at this point where I'm like, okay, if I want to watch a baseball game, I guess my question is not just when, but how. But how? Like, but how? Like, do I have to subscribe to some like MLB? And this isn't like SpawnCon. This is just, is it like, do I have to sign up for some something? Do I have to go to a bar? Hey, over here. What's that? I got logins. You got logins? I got logins. What are you saying? What? I got a login. MLB.tv. What are you saying? I didn't. That's why I said come over here. Yeah. You want to log in? Uh-huh. What, you want my mom's? Yeah. You want Brady's? I want Brady's. I got two. He's logging. <laughs> <laughs> I see. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. What I do, I have Apple TV. I have a login that I pay for and I won't share because that's. I like to give money to the owners of MLB. Um, and I can watch every game that is not in my market. So I can't watch Dodgers games and I can't watch Angels games. I can only watch games from other regions. I'm a Giants okay. fan, so I can watch anytime they're not playing those two teams. I can watch okay. every other game. And it's At an any app time? on my smart TV. Yeah, wow. whenever it's on. And I can watch games. I can watch a game from three years ago, Jenny. And I do sometimes because I'm <laughs> a <know>. loser. <laughs> you want that? I got that. You want to okay. watch Cardinals and Padres in 2020 in July? Yeah, no problem. <laughs> <laughs> Not to brag, but I got wow. the ability. That's a big brag, actually. Okay. Big All brag. right. Because I do feel like, you know, we're going to have to get to a point here where I got to watch. I don't think you tell I me when you're ready. I go to. I'll make it happen. You tell me the time that you are ready to start watching a game. I'll make it happen. Okay. All right. Well, we don't have time for a All Mets right. moment today because Thank we you. talked for so huh? long. Actually, Mark, we'll do a quick Mets moment. I, I believe they, these go pretty quickly. Mark, how are our Mets doing this season? So bad. (laughs) And that's our Mets moment brought to you by our producer, Mark Dowling. We will be up back shortly after these messages from a song we play with our guest. Bye-bye. All right. Yay. Uh, first round of applause for the theme song from a guest. Uh, we're first? here with Branston Reese. Yeah. What, have you had a I bunch of ingrates on here? Philistines? That was beautiful. <laughs> yeah, we've had a bunch of fools and cowards so far, but not this time. We're here with Branson Reese talking Orioles baseball. That's the Baltimore Orioles. Branson, welcome. How you doing? I'm doing I'm doing okay. How are you? I'm an Orioles fan. I'm never doing great. I'm I'm here though. Yeah, I did have the game on right before coming in. It was seven to nothing. Red Sox. Um, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, but I was trying we'll to catch that, up on yeah. your team. Uh, yeah, you know, it is It is what, you know, look, it's already April, so we can't, you know, nobody's good forever, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, no, my team's bad. I don't know what to tell you. I love them, but not a good team. Okay. Why are they bad? Oh, God. Uh, I mean... <sighs> 
I, look, the play. I should say, and I'm sure everyone has to say this when they come on here, and this is obvious. It's like insulting to them, even that I need to clarify this. But like, I could never do what any of them did. The worst MLB player who's ever walked out on a field. If he and I ran at each other, like X-Men opening credits style, <laughs> I would die. You know, like I can't do any of this. Like there's like the private lie, right? That you could like, oh, I could hit a fastball. I could just, just yeah. one, you know, I could get up there and I could, no, I couldn't. I would, it would, it would be a ball that would also like decapitate, me. you know, like mm-hmm. I couldn't do it. Uh, so when I say like, they're bad, these are incredible athletes doing something I could never do, but I don't know. It's just like the owners, right? And the man, it's just like not a well, what was last season? They spent like, what do they spend? Like 20 million total? Something bad. Yeah. And I feel like last season they had kind of a, they have, they're, they've been one of these teams that will be kind of good considering how bad they are or how little they spend. Like, I feel like they have, even this season, they've like won a good amount of games and it's kind of like, whoa, Orioles. Okay. But that's like, as a fan, it, I don't like being in the because I get like this. I don't like being in the headspace of watching a game and being like, "Wow, what a deal for the owners!" Like, yeah. you know, like what what a discount. That's incredible for them. But like, you know, I'm come on, man. You guys are rich. Spend all the money. Yeah, Can you try tell harder. Me, yeah, yeah. So, Branson, I don't know if you know that the conceit of this is is I I know nothing about modern MLB sure. goings on. Uh, so can we talk, can you just briefly run me through who owns this team? Who are these people? Is it a conglomerate? Is it a family? So this is, as I warn you, I don't know a ton of this info. I'm like, uh, I'm very dumb about a lot of this. I'm not going to have a ton more than you are. I don't know. I actually don't even know who owns the, the Orioles. Do you know, Rudy, do you know who the, I should, I I should just like have it up and look at the stuff. I don't, I feel like it's a family thing. I do know that recently, um, the owner did one of the all-time jackass owner moves where he, for the first time in a long time, spoke to the press and it was on Martin Luther King day. And somebody asked him about payroll or like some sort of like, can you give us some transparency on these spending habits? And he was like, wow, you're going to ask me that on MLK day. That's um, wow. That's really inappropriate. Well, Um, in his defense, one of MLK's like main tenets was he was against mm -hmm. uh, he was against like financial transparency, (laughs) transparency, you know, like that's like that was one of the main things that was like the march was about like, like, hey, let's not talk. Let's not share. That's a little gauche to share. Yeah, that's someone else's business. Um, No, that's obviously gross. It's uh, I just looked it up. It's Peter Angelos, who is 93 and looks it. I listeners, I don't recommend you Google image search this man. It's it's ghoulish. <laughs> I've it's like a less him. healthy crypt keeper. Uh, yeah, he's a uh, he's a uh, he's Greek. It's not all bad, but he's uh... <laughs> <laughs> he's yeah, got that going for him. I don't like this guy. He's a he's a oh he's a lawyer. Oh, he's politics. Oh, he's a lifelong Democrat. I bet one of the bad ones, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't like this guy one bit. Jenny, <laughs> to answer your question, I just learned a lot about this guy, and I, I'm not yeah. a fan. Okay. So, uh, all right. So that leads. Oh, 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 oh yeah, there he is. Oh, okay. We have been given an image. Yeah. Wow. That's the guy who should be speaking on behalf of MLK's legacy right there, and <laughs> what is and is not appropriate. <laughs> I mean, I mean, if MLK lived to this day, I think he would be younger than this guy, right? I think, or maybe same yes, age. Yes, he would. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, that. So shut up, man. There's no. <laughs> the, I, the look, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know this guy's deal. Lifelong Democrat. Democrat used to mean something a little different. You know, yeah, the, the, the pre 60s, it was a little you know, lifelong. Man's 93. Kind of meant old. what Republican means now. Yeah, something doesn't check out here. I bet I am just slandering a living man. I don't know one way or another. <laughs> I bet this guy was no fan of MLK during when it was happening. <laughs> I love I, speculating about <laughs> deeply incendiary. <laughs> deeply incendiary. <laughs> all right. Here's the thing. I hope you have lawyers. So, I okay. Do. So Peter, they, right. they don't yeah. like me because I talk like this. Oh, boy. Well, all right. So, this then, this is actually very helpful because I, one of my curiosities about like, the world of fandom around baseball mm-hmm. the other people that we've talked to um are a little more connected to the like story of their team and like the yeah, owner yeah. and the payment and the this and the that and the hometown pride so why why this team sure what, a fair what? question right especially when it come out swinging up top of like they're bad like i don't you know <laughs> they're, they're, they're bad at their, like, like, their, their owner their owner is like Ku Klux Klan guy like you really you really I'll go that far I'll, I'll go on record saying I believe him to be a secret <laughs> clan member yeah you'll Dare go I up to there but no further I won't yeah I'm not gonna yeah no further than that I won't I don't know what I could even do to go further um so I grew up in like the uh the DMV area in the 90s when they were incredible you know it's like Cal Ripken Jr. Brady Anderson mm-hmm. Raphael Palmero. I had a Palmero jersey girl. You know, it was like fun. We'd drive up to Baltimore and we'd go to Camden Yards and the, it was a new stadium at the time. It was beautiful. You know, it was like a, it, it was exciting. It was a cool thing um, to, I'm from a relatively small town outside of DC. You know, just to have, it's like, oh, hey, we, we got something. You know, it's like, I don't mm-hmm. know, they took the bullets away from us and they gave them this terrible wizard's name. Nah, nah, nah. You know, we had something cool. You know, they, they were a, they were an exciting team. Uh, I, you know, the 97 season was very exciting. I was watching that at the time I was playing baseball, you know, it's just like, it was a, they were cool. They were a cool team. Cal Ripken Jr. Was a good guy. You know, he was the, I, I had a comic book when I was a kid from when he broke, I was at, Oh my God, what am I even, I'm, I'm dancing around the main thing. I was at the game where he broke his streak. Mm. I was present Whoa. for it. I went with my friend, with my friend's family, we just went up to an O's game, and that was also the first time I heard the word fuck. His dad mm. told me to shut the fuck up on the way up, <laughs> driving Your up in the car. Dad yeah, my friend's dad. Now, in my friend's dad, this doesn't, not flattering to him, in my friend's dad def- defense, I was so annoying as a kid. I think this, I'm sure. I don't remember what I said. I'm sure he was right. I'm sure I had it coming. And it was like, <laughs> we were laughing then in the car, because it was just like, he said, shut the fuck up. There was like silence, and his mom was like, oh. How could you say that to them? And then immediately we just start saying fuck about because it's like, oh, we've heard this new word. And so we're just like shouting fuck in the car. And it's just like, it got worse for him. So I, it's, it's fine. So we're at this game <laughs> and my dad is there. Meanwhile, simultaneously, this was like a huge eventful game for me. My dad was also there, just unrelated. He just also went up. He, my dad's a big baseball guy, big baseball fan. He played when he was a kid. He was, uh, he was scouted. I like out of high school. He was wow. played shortstop. He's, he was good. Yeah, he was very good. Uh, and he so he was up at the game, and he 
I ran into him. I like went to go like to the bathroom or to get a hot dog or something. And I ran into my dad. This also does not reflect well on my dad, but, but he's right. Ultimately he saw he told me. you to shut the fuck up. Yeah. He told me to shut. He was like, I, I don't know what, I assume you said something in the car on the way up that you should have shut the fuck up. about. <laughs> no, my dad would never say that, but he did. And I've, okay. He saw me. I was like going to the bathroom unattended. I'm like nine, just at a, at Camden yards. He sees me, he buys me a hot dog. But never at, he's like, oh, Branson, like, good to see you. He, you know, just like, oh, fancy seeing my son here. Did you game. live in the same home? Yes. We left from the same home and then returned <laughs> to the same home. I've talked to him about this since then. I was like, why? You didn't ask who I was there with. You didn't ask if I needed help or anything like that. And his response, he was, first he said, I don't remember that. And second, later he was like, okay, actually, I do remember it. But his defense was, uh, you were a smart kid. If you were in trouble, you would have you would have asked for help. Which I think is a very, like, enlightened, but also sort of scary uh, philosophy for him to have. So I, I see my dad at the game. And the whole time, it wasn't announced beforehand. I think he was, like, on the lineup, like, the lineup, but he just, like, didn't end up playing. And so, like, the whole time, so wait, there's... Sorry, like, I want to back up a little bit. So this is the... Because... The, Cal Rickman Jr. has the most consecutive games played. Yes. Record, he right? Breaks, yeah, when I'm a little kid, he breaks, uh, what's his name? Uh, Lou Gehrig's record uh, for most games played by quite a bit. Earns him the name the Iron Man. It's a huge deal around mm-hmm. like the Baltimore, D.C. area. That's like, I, I'm. there's no way I got school off, but it felt like that level. <laughs> that's insane. They're, they absolutely did not give us school off. I think I just didn't have to go to school that, that you know, cause like my family was excited about it. Right. Enough parents had the mm-hmm. attitude of like, this is more important than school. I think, yeah, it's like, it's like you didn't get school off, but also teachers were like, look, we're not going to put any tests today. You know, no homeworks do. Mm-hmm. Like we know where half these boys are going. And so <laughs> that was a big deal. I had a comic book. The other half were really worried about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. <laughs> See them at a ball game. They're in trouble and they can't tell you. They don't know how. They don't know how. They're not smart enough. It was the 90s. We didn't know how to talk to kids. It. Uh, so, I had a Marvel comic book that was Iron Man meeting the real Iron Man, who was Cal Ripken Jr. And it was just, it was literally, it was just like, Cal Ripken Jr. has to play his final game and Iron Man comes down and like takes his helmet off and points to him. He's like, you're the, re-. they call me Iron Man, but you're the real Iron Man. It was a huge deal. We had Cal Ripken Jr. fever. Anyway. It's like a few years later, he ends the streak. I'm at this game and he's just sitting down the whole time. And I'm still relatively young. I'm like nine or 10 or something. So I'm like pissed the whole day. Right. It's just like, wait, I came to see him, you know, like I want to see Cal Ripken Jr. I like these other guys, but he's the main guy, you know, like I, if you live in Metropolis, you want to see Superman flying around. Like I was excited to see him. He sat out the whole time. And then at the very end, he stood up. Like at the during like in the ninth inning, and he like waved at the crowd, and he got like a standing ovation. And I got it, but I was still I was like, that's okay. I guess that is like a special game to be at, but also like, come on, I wanted to see him play shortstop. Yeah, it's weird for the achievement to be not playing. Like, yeah, that is a monumental game. It's a historic game, but it's to see the player not do something that they just did a bunch. Yeah, right. Especially for, for like. Uh, like a constitutionally lazy kid who is on like little league teams and just like lays down in the outfield and chases geese and stuff. Like 
that's the absolutely the wrong lesson for me to take away is like, oh, sometimes the best thing you can do is nothing at all. Great. I'll apply that standing to ovation. Schoolwork. Yeah. 40,000 people <laughs> cheer for you. I would just imagine that every time I would be like, nah, I'm, d- I'm done. I'm done with this test. I'll just finish early. Good night, everyone. Yeah. Then you take your hat oh off, gosh. wave to the class. To everyone cheering for little Branson. Uh, mm-hmm. So that was like, that was like the milieu, you know, that was like the, that was, it was a very exciting time. And then a little later there was the, then there was like the steroids arms race. And then I, and then I would like, I got a little older and I focused my efforts on uh, like playing guitar and trying to, talk to girls you know i just like i sort of stopped paying attention to it and then i got a little older and i was they had the nationals came around when i was in high school and immediately we went to a nationals game like inaugural it was like oh we got a new home team this is very exciting went to like two games and was like this sucks i don't like them i don't i don't care about them they're just the, it's just the expos they just put a paint job on the expos what do i care i didn't like the stadium you know what i mean i was like I was also like, I was like, what, like seven, 16, 17 years old at the time. I didn't like anything. Yeah, you had I a could, bad attitude. Right. You could have driven me to heaven and I would have been like, I'll just wait in the car. You know, like I just was like, <laughs> just a t- terrible kid. And so I was like, I didn't like the Nationals. And that like to this day, I still stand. I'm like, yeah, just, whatever, the Nationals, fuck you, whatever. The Baltimore is my home team. And so that's it. That's my guys. And there's also as I got older and became like a comedian, there's like their they're like ineptitude and charmlessness and they're like 2008, like, you know, it's like, that's part of the, the charm for me. You know, that's part of like what I like about that. It's, it's very nice to me that I can, I can wear a nose hat to any game I go to and I'm never going to get hassled. Nobody's going to like push me. Cause what harm am I, you know, it's like, what am I going to do? Like, they're not going to win a game at you. Yeah. It's yeah. Nice. They do have, they're one of those teams that like any fan can be like, I hope they do well. I wish them well. They're not gonna, but I've gotten a lot good for of them that. if they do. The only time I didn't get that was Seattle. When I was in Seattle, I had I was wearing my O's hat, and a lot of a lot of Mariners fans like that was the only like that was the only group that seemed to have a problem with the Orioles. And like that's funny because right. they seem to be that like a West Coast version of that, a little different, but they like they didn't win forever. You'd think and there would be solidarity, right? I was ready to extend yeah. it to them, but boy, it did not come my way. So you so you started watching them when it when you were young enough to have your own personality, but not old enough to have cynicism. Exactly. And, yes, that's perfect. Yeah. And embedded in that time is when they were cool and therefore like it got into your bloodstream. It's never coming. It the microplastics of baseball got into you. Yes, absolutely. It's like and they're kiss. never leaving. It's like getting into the band Kiss. I was like around the same age. I was like, those guys are cool. And now obviously I'm an adult now. And I think that's like, that's a preposterous opinion. But there's still, you know, I've seen them live. You know, there's still yeah. something in there. It's like, you got to admit, it's cool. It's yeah. like if Guar had money, like that's sort of a cool thing to be. <laughs> well, you've also developed cynicism now and they're not that good now. Yeah. So, so it's like confirming. It's, it's your, like, yeah. yeah, you grew emotionally with this team from being like young and optimistic to old and everything's kind of bad not to call you old but you are i I am i'm 35 that's as old as you can get yeah legally you start 34 (laughs) yeah well enjoy it buddy after this they just call you 35 plus and you have to buy special medicine that only works (laughs) on 35 plus That's the, when I jump up to the, the final medicine rank, you know what I mean? When it's like, oh, these vitamins are for like 55 mm-hmm. and up that 
that's that's very bleak. I don't want to think about that if I don't have to. But here I am, barely, barely prodded into it, and I'm already talking about it. I'm stressed about aging. Anyway, but the Orioles are like, uh, they go with you on that journey. You know what I mean? The like, uh, with the their uh, the Greeks who aren't their owner. To, you know, it's like the the tragedy. There's like a there's a Greek tragedy to them of mm-hmm. they they were so good and they were so pure and they were this you know this like at least my perception at the time was like Cal Ripken Jr. is a good man. Most mm-hmm. of these baseball players, oh right. my God, they wouldn't piss on you if you were on fire, you know, but he's a, he's a good man. My mental image of him is just like, you know, broad shouldered, like standing in the sunlight, like saving a cat from a tree kind of guy. Uh, and then, you know, as you get older, it's like, oh no, nobody knows what they're doing. It's completely, it just was like luck of the draw that they were as good as they were, you know? Mm-hmm. It's a very appealing narrative to me. Yeah. That's hard. Yeah. And so when you watch them now, do you, is it like, are you frustrated? Are you resigned? Like what's the, what is it like to be a fan of the Orioles with your, with your deep, deep alarming it's cynicism? Wow. Well, yeah, sure. Okay. Fair. Yeah. You gotta be there. It's Zen. It's like, there's like a Zen like state of, <laughs> of watching it of like, wow, things are going great. Now, obviously, you know, all, all that is golden must rust or whatever. Like this won't last forever. Maybe not even to the end of this game, but like, it's a very, I mean, I really mean it in like a not cynical way. There is something like very beautiful to like, well, it's spring. I'll just enjoy spring. And as mm-hmm. we all know, they'll implode over the summer and October won't, they won't exist. You know, like, the, okay, fair enough. That's just, that's the arc of yeah. my, you know, yeah. Persephone goes to the underworld and all the plants will, like, that's the arc of my year. That's fine. It's There's something nice to that. <laughs> like, even like, because like last season, it's like, oh, they got, they, they called Rutschman up you know they called Adley Rutschman mm-hmm. up like he's this very sort of like cut from the Cal Ripken Jr. kind of mold right he's this like oh my god he's this good kid is for there's this like viral clip of his first game where he he walks up to the plate and he just takes it all in and it's and it's just you're watching like a 22 year old kid just smile genuinely in a way that I haven't in years like, <laughs> it's like beautiful and it's like oh buddy I cannot wait to see the lines on your face in four years. You're going to look as old as I am in four years. You know, like it's going to, if you're even still here, like, we'll see, you know, it's, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's and how's he doing? How's he doing? Is he good? Incredible. Yeah. I feel like if the current team and fan base has anything to hold on to, it's that Adley is really good. He's really likable. And if they wanted to, they could build around him. Which Will they don't they? seem to want to, but they absolutely have the option. Right. They'll market him and sell a lot of Adley jerseys. But yeah, he's like a, he's one of those, like people talk about him, like he's a special player. I mean, I watched that clip. It's cool. Like it's a that's cool a clip. young guy. That's like at the end of a long career. A that's, yeah. In it's 10 beautiful. years at the end of his like Hall of Fame worthy career, you see that clip again. And he, you know, he looks 20 years older and he's 10 years older. But then he's doing that. He's, he's working beautiful. hard. I also, oh, yeah. I got to say, ten from ten. I look twenty years older than I did ten years ago, and I'm certainly not earning it the way he is. You know, I'm just like, <laughs> I'm doing nothing. I'm doing nothing to like to earn the the aging. Uh, it's just happening. Yeah, I've uh, leaned into it fully at this yeah. point. I don't think that either one of you have aged today, and I've known both of your faces for a really long time. Oh, thank I don't you. think either of you I have see. aged. 
that's nice of you to say. Maybe oh, you have you. a filter listen, on your Zoom, but this is not a uh, this is not a video podcast, right? Like they can't see my face. No, absolutely not. Okay, no. listeners, uh, I was wrong. Jenny was right. You're gonna have to take her yeah. word for it. You absolutely. I, I was I was being silly. Uh, yeah, but I mean, like they're <laughs> they're pretty good team. Like they've got a few. Like like Mullins is good. Mateo's great. Yeah. Uh, Austin, I'm just like going through my fantasy team right now. And it's like, oh yeah, like Austin Hayes is great. They're, I've got an extremely O's heavy fantasy team and I've already, I'm paying dearly for it. It's not a good way to build a, a fantasy team, but yeah, I've I already resigned myself to, I'm going to be in the bottom half. I'm going to have to do the, I don't know what the, the, ch- I have like the IHOP challenge or whatever the thing is, you know, these IHOP challenge. I don't know. I don't know what no. you heard of this. About. I, no. I found out about this last year. I didn't do it, but I don't know. I don't know if they were hazing me or what. It's like the bottom half of the your your fantasy league, right? They or the bottom third or whatever. The punishment is you you have to spend twenty four hours in IHOP. You go to a twenty four hour IHOP for every menu item you order, you carve an hour off of your time of your sentence. So if you order twenty four things and you eat, you eat them or don't, you've got to pay for them. Because the law is the law, you 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 know you order those and then you're out of there. But you gotta order 24 things, or you can order nothing and just sit there for 24 hours, you know. And it's sort of like then you can manage it in your own terms. I didn't do it last year. I used my uh, I had just gotten married. I used that as an excuse to, to sort of tap out. But yeah, I have. I think that's I have coming. A lot of questions. Sure, I have a lot of answer. questions. Okay, I'm gonna see. I'm okay. The most burning question is: says who? Is it your own personal fantasy league that says this is the rule? Yeah, it's just the rules. It's definitely not. That's not like a baseball fantasy. Like (laughs) that's not like a nationwide thing. Okay. (laughs) Is IHOP sponsoring? It's not. I mean, like the company. I think it would make sense for them to be like, "Yeah, do this." This because it makes them money. But but on an individual, like for their servers, that's a terrible deal. Horrible. To have yeah. like a group of like four guys who are pissed off and have to spend twenty four not not good. But then all, okay, you know? so here's my second question. Here's my second sure. question. Have you said have to? They have to stay there. What happens if you don't do the IHOP challenge? It seems like nothing because I didn't do it last year and okay. I suffered no consequence whatsoever. Right. <laughs> I think a lot of it depends on the league and how uh, strictly they enforce these punishments. I'm sure there's some do leagues you that have take it very like seriously. That, Rudy? No, we just put in a little bit of money and the winners, mm. the top, you know, depending on where you place, you might get your money back or win money or whatever. But we haven't um, put any uh, penalties in place. My favorite penalty proposition penalty. I ever heard, and I think this is like in a fantasy football league that I uh, joined and did very poorly. And so I'm glad we never enforce penalties because sure. I, st- I don't watch football, um, but was you have to take the SATs uh, oh if you my lose. God. That's Which, very creative. And I, I proposed we were going to do that. You have to at least achieve a basic score of like what you would get if you like higher than if you were to just put it at random. Like you have to like score. Well, you have to actually prove that you took the whole thing and got a score. Wow. Uh, oh, so you can't just like fill in bubbles. Exactly. Randomly. Yeah. My friend, t- this is so off topic, but my friend Great. took. We had the new SAT. I don't think, I think they've gone back to the old SATs, right? We had like the, the 2400 scale when I was in high school. And we, I'm saying my friend, this was me. I don't know why I'm deflecting here. This, <laughs> I did this. 
I took the SATs <laughs> and they had the essay portion. And I, I didn't do great on my essay. I don't remember what I got. It was like fine, but I didn't do great the first time. But my essay portion, I did well enough that I was like, I'm not going to top this a second time. And so when I took it again the second time, I just, they were like, you have to stay on topic. If you don't stay up on topic, you get a zero. And I went completely off topic. I don't remember what I wrote about. It was like Santa Claus or, you know what I mean? It was just like, I just wrote like, it was just creative writing for like half an hour. Mm-hmm. And I got my SATs back and I did, you know, I, you're, you were allowed to like mix and match your scores and just like take the highest. So like, it was like, oh good, my math went up a little. I got to take that. But my essay score, although it had gone down, they warned you, you know, it's going to go to zero if you go off topic. I went completely off topic the whole time, but it was like on a scale of like zero to nine or something. I got a three, which means one of the judges who read my essay liked what I wrote, which I think is, I, I, somewhere out there, I want to meet this like SAT essay judge and be like, you remember me? I'm the guy who wrote about like Santa Claus and ignored the thing. And you must've given me like a fucking nine or something because how, how would it have averaged out to a three? I should have just been, it should have been straight zeros. Anyway, that's yeah, my they SAT must have, story. They must've just like thought it was funny, laughed and been like, I mean, I gotta give it, I gotta give it to him. I love that. I love that. That's the, that was like what I liked about it is knowing it's like, okay, so there's like human beings. Mm-hmm. You don't just like feed an essay into a machine. They have like, primordial. there was somebody that judging that who didn't care about doing well as much as you didn't care about doing well on that essay. I would like to shake their hand. God bless them. them know. Maybe it they're an Orioles fan. My life. I bet they are. They, see, this is what I like about the Orioles. The, the, the like uh the rot at the heart of the organization it leads to this kind of creative thinking you know this lack of competitiveness you meet these (laughs) you meet these yankees fans out there these dodgers fans out there never heard no never lost you know never they've never felt the sting of shame and and failure on their face it's it's no you need it i think a well-rounded personality you need a little bit of failure yeah. Yes. Orioles are like grunge. Yes. Know? Yeah. There's something grungy to them. There's something. Uh, yeah. There's oh, the guitars are out of tune, but we're we're powering through. Oh no, we're Sonic Youth. We we made that tuning work for us. Yeah. That's the that now we're not winning, but like you know we're making <laughs> sure. it work for us. Do you do you do anything for opening day? Uh, I watch. Do you have any sort of rituals for your t- for the team in general? No, I'm def I'm not like a ritual person in general. It's just a lot it's a lot to keep up with. That's you know how I, mean? I, I just, feel about baseball. It it well, it's and you're yeah. right. It is a lot to keep up with. <laughs> it's and it's so a very much. like stats driven sport. Right. And it like it wasn't always. That's like a relatively new development in baseball. Or that at least that I'm aware of. Like maybe I'm maybe I'm just remembering being a child and not knowing what an RBI was because I was like right. five, you know. But it does feel still relatively new. And it's like that aspect of it is always still like, I don't fucking, I don't know. I don't know what his average output, you know, like, I don't, I just like the guy. He, he rams the bases really quickly and that's fun for me to watch. And they, that's like how you watch baseball. They are sort of, they are a fun team in that regard. Are they fun in a way? So I have been to baseball games, um, but I've also been to a AAA game at Coney Island for the Cyclones. Cyclones, yeah. Which is a great time. One, like the family entertainment can't be beat, 
but they're not good enough. Again, like if we ran at each other from right, across the right. room, you know, I, I might be able to take a couple of them. I'm pretty strong, but <laughs> there are enough mistakes that that yeah. like really excellent players aren't going to make that it's like entertaining because like yeah. they miss they they throw the ball and it doesn't go anywhere where it's supposed to go so then people run mm -hmm. the bases and you're like wow it's this is a this is a wacky kind of game is that happening at the Orioles like are there no. are they okay I mean, it's not, you know I mean like, saying, that's though? happening. Yeah, I know exactly what you're saying. And I've been to a Cyclones game, too. And I, I know exactly what you're talking about. I used to go to Cannons games as a kid. That was, like, sort of close to us. And it's just, like, they'll fuck up big time. And the, the, as a yeah. kid play, who, like, pl was playing baseball concurrently, it was like, oh, yeah, this is what it's like. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you fuck, The pressure's on. You know the ball. I, was, I played outfield. And it's like, motherfucker, it's up in the air. Everyone's looking at me. Great. I can't oh, deflect the joke. I still haven't caught that goose. Yeah, I got to catch it or not. Like, the, Jesus Christ. Like, And then you just watch, like, an adult man just, like, not catch it. Just, like, not catch mm -hmm. a pop fly. Like, yeah, that's – it's like, oh, okay, you're a guy like me. That's – it's fine. Uh, that's But that's not the Orioles deal. I mean, that'll happen. They're not, like, the Harlem Globetrotters other team. The, yeah, they're not the Washington Generals. Okay. Uh, <laughs> it's, not, it's not that – I mean, yeah, I'm, no, not, they're I'm a, giving them a – They're, like, a good big league team. They are. They're, they're not that bad. I'm real. I'm going a little hard on them, much more than they deserve. But like, I've also, you know, I'm like remembering the last like 15 years, especially as sort of like that's fill the present day Orioles are significantly better than they used to be. But the it's less that. I mean, that'll happen for sure. But that'll happen to almost any team. It's less that, and it's more. Uh, there's just like a there's just like a charm to it. You know what I mean? You can just like. You can see the effort. You can see the group chemistry of this team of like, that's something that like really draws me to like basketball. So they, like when mm -hmm. I watch basketball, it's like, oh, the, yeah, the, the, the team chemistry is like so vital in basketball. It's like certainly less the case in baseball, but you can feel, I know, you know what I mean? Like you can feel it a little bit with that. They seem like a, I don't know, what do I fucking know? They seem like a group of buddies to me, but I don't know. Yeah. They're like a fun bunch. <laughs> yeah. They're know? a fun a bunch. A fun bunch. But Branson, you shouldn't apologize for that because that's that's fandom right there. That to me, like sure. with people we talk to, it's like no, none of us, none of us know what's happening, and none of us yeah. can explain. But it matters to your heart, and that's exciting. Yeah. Rudy, projecting what personality, like projecting personality onto professional athletes who largely don't speak publicly. Yeah, that's a part of that's a part of being a fan. Being like Adley Rutschman is like, he's just a hardworking, nice young man. But even like, like that, you're right, because like I follow them. I follow all of them on Instagram. All of the Orioles are on my close friends circle if they ever want to look at what I'm posting on close friends. Like <laughs> they have the option. They don't know who well, I am, but like if they want to, they could. Why not? Yeah. They can know stuff about my family. Sure. I, I like why not, Austin Hayes? You help me out in my fantasy league. Like <laughs> They can they can know that if they want, but like Adley Rushman posts like Christian stuff. If anyone else, anyone else that I followed posted like scripture, I'd be like, "You're out of here, dude." No, I yeah. don't trust you. I believe there's bodies. Like, absolutely not. That a quick road to me not trusting. Them. But and so if it came out tomorrow, I was like, "Oh, hey, by the way, um, we looked up, we looked under Adley Rushman's floorboards, and there's people." I would be like, "Ah." <laughs> 
you know, he does play pro ball, though. You know, like, that yeah. does suck for my image of the man. You're but... like, so what, 10-game suspension? Ah, whatever, you know. <laughs> yeah, he is a, he's a he's a ball player. You know, a lot of – there's a ton of, like, COVID deniers, like, that just, like, oh, play yeah. MLB. Like, that's – that sucks. Someday I think I the like... Twitter thing or Instagram thing reminded me. I want to do a, a separate thing sometime, conversation, where we just talk about, like – the Instagram bios of ballplayers. Cause it's almost always the same thing. It's like, yeah. uh, I want to know about shortstop for the Orioles dad dog too. And then like a dog's Instagram account and then a Bible <laughs> verse. That's like dad dog are, is the saddest thing for a millionaire to write. <laughs> very basic. Yeah. These are very basic people. Dad dog unwed. <laughs> <laughs> also, it's like, what do I fucking want from these guys who have had to put all of this time and energy into like training their body to do something it's not really supposed to do like what i think they're gonna get into alt comedy like no they're gonna like share my that would be cool they're not gonna share my interests though they're gonna they are they're all gonna be like dad dog or they talk my favorite is like when you go to a game and they'll have a like because i go to like now my wife and i would go to dodgers games and like you know this Dodgers game, a lot of people watching. So you have to stretch those commercial breaks out. You got to fill that time. I went to last week, I went to an angels Royals game, drove down to Anaheim for an angels Royals game. And like, I was in and out of there in two hours. They were, there's no commercial breaks. Nobody's watching. They don't care. You know, it was just like, it was the quickest game I'd ever been to in my life, but the Dodgers game will go on and on and on because they have to stretch those commercial breaks out. And my favorite is when they'll talk to the players to be like, Oh, a little bit of personality. Like here comes like Mr. Personality, Mookie Bet. Well, Mookie's charismatic. That's a bad example. But you know what I mean? Yeah. Like uh Max Muncy or something. You yeah. know, it's like it's like, oh Max, like what's the craziest thing that's ever happened to you? And he's like, Yeah, you know, I just like keep my head down and try to play the game and all glory to God. <laughs> Shut oh, God. what? Shut up, dude. <laughs> oh boy. I saw I saw like a Mets. Like uh, on their social media, they they'll do the thing where they ask every player the same question. And one was like, what's your dream concert? Like you could go to one concert and over half of them said, can you guess what over half of them said? Kenny Chesney. You said Kenny Chesney. Chesney. Yeah. I said three doors down. Oh, no. So it's. (laughs) They seem like troops, though, you know, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, both great guests. Drake. Like, yeah. Most I mean, of them it's just literally great. just like Spotify number one artist. Yeah, yep. that's like what it's yeah. going to be. But I guess like who has the time to cultivate a personality when you're playing 600 games a year? Sure, yeah. not me. Right? No, I wouldn't I know. I'm just defending them. Anything you know. important and I don't have the time for anything. You know what I mean? Like I don't have the time <laughs> for any of this and I'm yeah. not. I, there's Millions aren't on the line for if I'm in shape or not, you know? You're right, and but it is. You don't crazy. have to defend them to us. We love them. You're right. You're I, absolutely I right. Love, I love them all. I can't believe you have them on your close friends. Branson, I'm going to be thinking about all that for a really long time. <laughs> They're all on my close. Them and uh, speaking of Drake, the entire cast of Degrassi, <laughs> the next generation, all on my close <laughs> friends list. If they ever want to just see what's going on, they are. there's an open invitation. That I go as deep so as funny. the school shooter kid, Ephraim Ellis, the kid who played Rick. Who, how into Degrassi are we? Do we know? Not this? at all. Not there uh, was absolutely less than baseball. Oh wow! Okay, wow. Okay, so I don't know where to start. Drake was originally <laughs> he played this character Jimmy on Degrassi. We might know Jimmy was in a wheelchair. 
but he wasn't born like that. He lost the use of his legs because he was paralyzed from the waist down because there was a school shooter on Degrassi who was this kid, Rick, who was, I actually think this was pretty good to like, it's a good thing to tell kids. Rick shows up and he's like a, a nerd, right? But he's sort of like a theatery nerd and this girl and he and this girl who has like poor body image, like self like body image stuff like he like starts dating her but he's a very early like this sort of like um actually kind of guy like these one of these like fedora reddit guys mm -hmm. and the show really does a good job being like young women watching the show stay away from these guys they're nasty you don't want anything to do with them and it turns out he's actually abusive and he pushes her and her head hits a rock and as you can imagine, she, I, th I think that's just the way for her to get written off of the show. Cause then she has to go to the hospital and we don't really ever check in on her again. So I hope she didn't die, but I don't, I think like later there's like a line where someone's like, Oh, by the way, she's like a model, but they, so he leaves, but then he comes back the next school year, right? <laughs> Which is a bad idea. And all the kids are like, dude, you gotta get the fuck out of here. We hate you. And they're bullying this kid. They're bullying Rick and they bully him so bad that he becomes a school shooter. He's the show does a good job being like he had other choice. He didn't have to become a school. Like they were bullying him pretty hard, but also he shouldn't have been back at the school. You know, that's like the adult's fault. And also he didn't have to become a school shooter. But anyway, the kid he shoots is Drake. He shoots Drake. And that's why Drake is in a wheelchair. Anyway. And the actor who plays him, Ephraim Ellis, I think he's a good actor and he's on my close friends. list. <laughs> Uh, well, Branson, the prompt was um, the Baltimore Orioles. That was nothing about the Baltimore Orioles, but I got to give it a nine. That was thank wow. you. Thank that you. That was so really much. great. Sorry, I knew I was like, stay on topic. Don't don't do what you always do. Sorry. No, it no, you well, get away you... with it because that was oh, great. You got, you got the nine. You're going to Harvard, babe. You got in. Your SAT score is high enough. <laughs> That was it. That was what was keeping me from Harvard was the, the yeah. SAT score. Was that one essay? This kid so, with a okay. 1.9 and a, a 9, though, <laughs> on his essay. We got to take him. All right. Well, I want to first, I want to know who is listening to this, who isn't on your close friends, who's going to be pissed off when they find out that you oh, have yeah. all the Orioles. Oh, yeah. Someone's going to have their feelings hurt. Oh, and yeah. also, it's time that we... Um, Kind of wrap this up, so I think we should wrap it up with uh, our classic segment, the St. Angelo sum up. Okay, okay, Jenny's this is a gist. tough one. This okay, is Jenny's gist. This is so. <clears throat> what what the goal the goal here today was for you to convince me um, to join the Orioles fan. <laughs> <laughs> and I got you right. I can count on and your you, vote. And you've got me. So, okay. So what I do is I'm going to try and sum up like the gist of your team. And like what the fandom is about. And here's what I here's what I here's what I've got for you. Consistency is really important in a child's life. And it's also really important <laughs> <laughs> in an adult's life. And understanding that good things happen to good people and bad things happen to good people is a really important grounding um element of being a well-rounded and a mature person in the world having empathy for others understanding that successes come and they go and we can't get on our high horse and the orioles are sort of the embodiment of that that there was a time when they were on mount olympus and now they have been denigrated to you know mere mortals and they may come back again but probably not 
And that has to be okay. And that doesn't take away from the joy of the sport. It doesn't take away from the love of these people. And we are still allowed to celebrate and cheer for and understand their inevitable failures. Yes. Yes. Wow. Also, the only thing, I also called an elderly Greek man a Nazi for no reason. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. Yes. <laughs> Nothing wrong. That, that, yeah, I would say that would be like, you, you turn a blind eye to that and then. Sure. Mm-hmm. And then you can jump on board if you're the kind of person looking for um, safety in the certainty of failure. Well said. What so a what classic Jenny's gist. Are you uh, are you in? Are you gonna I'm be in? in. If I can get a oh, hat, nice. I just won't go to Seattle. Oh, Seattle's so nice, though. Just don't wear the hat in Seattle. I just won't wear the hat in Seattle. It's airtight. You just wear it That's everywhere it. else. Everywhere else. Jenny, you're very go. quick to say, I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> so far, every yeah, now hold on. What else have you been in on? <laughs> I just got to say, Branson, you are the second person she said I'm in. If I could just get a hat, too. Well, so, so, well wait, who was the other, and what was the hat, and did you get the hat? I think it was I have, no one has Marshall. no one yet has sent me a hat. Um, well, I think I think I may have said I'm in to all three to Brady, Brady for the so Cleveland Guardians are my team. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, Cincinnati Reds are my team. Nice. And okay. uh, and the Baltimore Orioles are my team. So these are my teams. Fascinating experience. <laughs> All right, I mean, yeah, you give me your hat size. I'll send you a Baltimore Orioles hat. I, do, I don't know my hat. I'm a baseball hat hit. I don't know. What's what's a baseball hat size? Is there uh, a hat size? The, do you have another hat? Do you have another like fitted hat? I'd say go for a snapback. She's not going to find out yeah. what her hat size is. For snapback, safe. There's a lot of safety yeah. in that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, if you sent me, if you sent me a snapback Orioles hat, I would absolutely wear it. Okay. And I would, and I would feel confident if someone was like, "Are you an Orioles fan?" I'd be like, "Mm-hmm." mm-hmm. You'd be like, it's, "Yeah." Greek the, Nazi owner. The Greek good Nazi news <laughs> is, if you are an Orioles fan and you are not like super up to date on what's going on in the Orioles, you are never going to get a follow up question. They're like, "Oh, you're an Orioles right. fan?" You can be like. Yes, I am. And you probably the next thing you're going to hear is like, um, hey, hang in there. <laughs> You'll be fine. So on, on days when I'm feeling really bad, like bad self-confidence days, haven't got like good career news in a while, I'm going to wear my hat around to just like like glom onto the sympathy of others who understand the plight. Yeah. Yes. Okay. It's a good, yes, yeah. walk around a public place. Just like head down, like Charlie Brown, just kicking, <laughs> kicking rocks, and someone will come help no, you. Out. Look at that girl. No, she's they'll notice the posture fan, first, and then the hat. They'll go. That yeah, looks they'll like notice. An and that comes sure up. enough. Sure is. Yeah. All right. Hey, I think that does it for uh, for our Baltimore Orioles segment. Branson, thank you so much for coming thank on the so show. Um, Thanks for you having me. You have made a fan for the fan base as soon as that hat gets to Jenny's apartment. Um, all right. Thanks for listening and we'll catch you next time. All right. That's going to do it for this episode. Thanks again to our guest, Branson Reese. If you want more Branson, check him out at Branson Reese on social media, where you can find his podcast, Rude Tales of Magic and his very funny comic strip, Swan Boy. Thanks as always to our wonderful producer, Mark Dowling for making this thing go. Thanks to Cooper Kenward for our excellent theme song. Go listen to his music already. Come on. Thanks to Angela Golden Henry for our sick yet professional graphics. And thank you 
above all for listening. We deeply appreciate it. Now for my co-host Jenny San Angelo, I'm Rudy Barons, and we are 